0: Dads, do you want a thriving business that doesn't control you? A passionate marriage and kids that adore you? Do you want to grow deeper in your faith? Be healthier, both physically and mentally? Build more meaningful relationships with your friends? Welcome to the Balanced Business Dad Podcast, where in each episode, we dive into balancing and optimizing the six pillars of life faith, health, marriage, fatherhood, brotherhood, and business. And here are your hosts. Pioneers of the Balanced Business Dad movement, Dustin Hogue and RJ Campbell. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Balanced Business Dad. I'm your host, Coach Dustin, with me as always, the very seasoned, can't even pronounce it, the seasoned and the distinguished, Mr. RJ Campbell. RJ, how are you doing today?
1: Almost coach, RJ. Almost. I'm working on it. He's a coach. He just doesn't realize. He's a coach with a little C, we keep saying. Haven't graduated to big (laughs) C coach. (laughs) Awesome. RJ... (laughs) I love you. Ooh, wow. I've never heard that from him. Well, and
0: that is because we have a very special guest Uh, with us today, and we haven't had a guest on the show for a while, so I'm super excited about this, uh, so you guys can hear other people besides just RJ and I, but we have Mr. Paul Zolman with The Role of Love. Paul, welcome to the show. How are you?
2: Thank you, Dustin. It's good to be with you and RJ.
0: Yeah. So... I, this is going to sound funny, but I love the the title of uh, kind of what you're doing and everything like that. And I, I'm not going to ruin it for everybody. So, Paul, just tell the, the dads out there kind of who you are, what you do, and what brought us together.
2: Well, I'm a father as well. I um, actually had eight children with my first wife. And uh, so I've just you know, have 17 grandchildren. I'm number 10 of 11 children. Our families are prolific. My grandfather had 19 children. And so we're, we're actually diminishing it, 19 to my father's 11, to mine eight. My children only have three. I don't get it, Dustin. What's going on? <laughs> I have ideas, but.
1: <laughs> wow. trying to incredible. repopulate the whole Western side of the country. <laughs>
0: so, Paul, tell us a little bit about kind of what you do and, and your story that led you up to today and, and what you have.
2: My story is actually as as number 10 of 11 children, I was, I was raised in a, a family that uh, it was kind of an angry family. And I didn't realize how angry it was until my sister-in-law about 15 years ago, I had divorced and I was dating and it was time for big brother approval. When you're number 10 of 11, Dustin and RJ, you have to have big brother, big sister approval for that matter. And so I was going up north to 300 miles north to get that Big Brother approval. First thing that happens, I go inside. My sister-in-law pulls this woman aside and says, the only emotion that the Zolman family learned growing up was anger. First, I denied it. I said, uh-uh. Then it made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> she nailed it. And and I, I was busted. And so, so what happened with that is that I realized that there's an opportunity here to change that perception of the Zolman family. So I started working on trying to be more loving, started reading the color code, the five love languages. And that's kind of, I settled on those principles of the five love languages because I was, I'm was i Christian and they they actually reconciled to life of Jesus Christ. Dr. Chapman was a reverend. Yep. He's the one that they identified that they reconciled to the life of Jesus Christ. So I wanted to do that.
0: Love it. So, I mean, it sounds like you were kind of self-discovered that made you angry that you were a lot about anger. So how does one, you know, when you went down the path to learn how to be loving, I don't know if I've ever heard that before. And I love that. What is, what does that journey look like?
2: I think what I needed first, Dustin, was, was that I needed to know where I was at. And that moment with my sister-in-law actually was more of a self-actualization moment. I realized that I was from that angry group and it was more of a culture that has angry vocabulary. It has angry humor. It has sarcasm. It has the put downs, has a culture of its own. Mm. And I realized I do a lot of those things. And why, how do I break out of that? And so I had to figure out a way to break out of it. So, and in applying to the five love languages, I've figured I read the book four or five times from coming from that culture. I didn't know how to apply it. So I was just trying to figure out what do I do.
0: Nice, I love that. So, hmm. how did you discover the five love languages, like the book? It was that recommended to you, or did you just were literally looking up love and that showed up?
2: Yeah, you know, thanks. Thanks for that question, Dustin. It's a, it, it really is kind of a discovery that that goes along the Christian lines. When Jesus is at the Last Supper, he, he's telling all his disciples, "One of you is going to betray me." And and every disciple did, was it not just Judas, but all the disciples go to him and say, "Lord, is it I?" And I guess that's the introspective question that I started asking myself after my the demise of my first marriage. I had what what was happening, Dustin? Was that I was being annoyed, 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 annoyed? I I I was a very patient angry person, if there is such a thing. So so I was I, I had. I would get up to the fifth or sixth or maybe the seventh annoyance, and then I'd blow. Most most people have a short fuse; they'll they'll be annoyed one time, but boom, right there, they're right there. But I was just really patient as a as an angry person, mm-hmm. and so want, wanting to change that, I started figuring out well, how do I how do I change that? I, I realized that I needed a replacement behavior. So what I did was I contacted Dr. Chapman, and ask him if he'd licensed those little icons for the love languages. And his attorney wrote back, said, no, they're not doing it. Well, Dr. Chapman's methods wasn't working for me. Mm. What he, what Dr. Chapman says, is, if I guess, RJ or Dustin, what your love language is and cater to that, we're going to be buddies. Mm. I didn't come from love, but that did not sound like love to me. That sounds like more of a, of a of a manipulation of sorts that if I was to cater to some someone's request for that the second thing was that well if if I take the test that Dr Chapman had to find out what my love language was well, what the heck am I supposed to do with that do I advertise hello Dustin I'm gifts what do you have for me today that is so <laughs> darn awkward I mean it's just you can you imagine going up to people asking them that question. Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Those didn't work for me. So I had an idea that what what, what brought our family together, as defo- dysfunctional as we were growing up, what brought our family together was games. And so I thought there was still a smack talk. There was still the put downs. There was still all the competition in those games, but it brought our family together. I thought, well, what if I could make this a game? And, and I thought, you know, when I got the reply from Dr. Chapman's attorney, I went to my own attorney and said, I got this idea. What do you think about it? And he said that theory, like the love language theory, is not copyrightable. Application is. So he wasn't doing it as a game. So I made my own little icons and I put it on a cube. So I've got all the five love languages on the cube. So here you'll see a person holding a platter. And it's just a picture that represents service. Two hands put together, make a heart and then a the little conversation flower. Those are the words of the heart or the words. A hand holding an hourglass, that represents time. A hand holding a gift. And then fin- finally, two hands together touching. That is that is the touch. The sixth side of the cube has a hand holding a question mark, and that's surprised me. So just two instructions. You roll the die every day. That's the love language you practice giving away all day that day. And what I found, RJ and Dustin, is that this was the replacement behavior for me that really worked for me within a 30-day period. It was just almost miraculous because what I realized my thought process before that was, what's wrong with that person? Why are they doing it that way? And I was getting into others people's space when it wasn't even my business. I have no choice of what they're doing in their life. I have no control over what they're doing in their life, but I thought I did. And I I started making comments like that, started being annoyed at them doing it some, a way that I wouldn't have done it. And because of those annoyances stacking up like that, then I was getting a, to the point of being angry. When I started rolling the die, now the thought process is, what's right about that person? What can I love about that person? And I was so busy doing that because I really believe that we we're, we're we were focused on the, on the minority of what people do. Most people are are intrinsically good, but we focus on what they do bad or Mm -hmm. their weaknesses or their faults. And instead of focusing on that minority part of a person, I was now focusing on the majority. And that kept me so busy that I had no time to be annoyed, no time to, to say what's wrong with that person, or even go down that critical path. It was a 180 degree turn in this other direction.
1: It's interesting. interesting. So for the few people that may not, I know we went through these a little bit when you just showed the die, because there may be some people, I hard to believe, that did not read the book on the five love languages. So Paul, what? just real quickly, what are the five love languages that we're talking about?
2: So you've got service. Service would be some people that like service would want their car washed. They want the, the carpet vacuum. They want the trash taken out. They want the dishes washed. They want help with the laundry. They want that sort of thing and a lot of other things i mean you could you can get the idea on the words people people like the words i love you they like compliments they like to hear the words and and it just they like compliments on what they who they are or what they're doing that's that's spectacular people that like time those people just like to chill out they like to watch tv they like to just be in the same room or be by, beside someone at all times. They want that time spent with, in however way you want to spend that time, they want that time spent. Most of the time, they want quality time, but um, obviously, you get the idea. It's all positive. We're not spending time uh, hitting one another. That's That would not be good. <laughs> so, last one, or the next one would be touch. Touch would be for, in, in a business situation, be the high fives, the fist bumps, the pat on the back. That's encouragement for those people. What you're watching for as you're rolling through these love languages is when they light up. No longer do you have that awkward moment that you say, excuse me, could we pause this relationship for a minute so that I can have you take this survey so I know how to love you?
1: (laughs) You don't have to do that anymore. Can you read this book real quick for me?
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: So you roll. So
2: The last one would be gifts. Gifts. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, so you have the die. I have two things. One if just exactly what's the use of the die. And then because I haven't read it, what is the book and how does the book play in? So how do you use the die every day Then we'll talk about the book?
2: So you use the die to kind of, it, it, it kind of sets a theme for the day. That's the type of love opportunities that you're watching for all day long. And again, the mindset is what's right about that person. What can I love about that person? And it, 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 I was single when I created this, RJ. It's a great question that you asked. I was single when I created it, and I couldn't do it like Dr. Chapman suggests. I did not have a significant other. I said, "What? Well, what the heck am I going to do? And I figured, well, I'll just do it to everyone. And it really worked out well for me because I wanted that character change. Doing, doing it for a significant other is just a part-time job. I don't know anybody, maybe even anybody in their right mind, that is with their significant other 24 seven. We need that time apart. We need that appreciation time that when we come back together, then it's a happy reunion time, but nobody's with their with their significant other 24 seven. So this really w- worked out well. I started loving everybody that I came in contact with and that was very helpful. So that's what the die kind of indicates that you're wanting looking for love opportunities all day long in that genre. The book is is suggestions. Obviously, it covers the five love languages, but there are other roles of love. So I talk about the role of touch, the role of service, the role, all those roles of the roles of the love languages. But I also talk about the role of observation. That I talked about that you're watching for them to light up. When they light up, you know, and it's more like a Christmas tree light up. They really light up right. when you hit their love language, and and that's the theory that I really love about doc, Dr. Chapman is that everyone has a specific love language that they love more than any other. You'll find that as you as you start practicing that, it's not going to be everybody that you come in contact with every day, but it's kind of a, a, a you're doing the shotgun approach that you're sending it out and just watching for people, hopefully to make their day, to make them light up and help them have a good day. They'll spread that to their own circles of influence. That's what the book's all about.
1: Interesting. So you're saying, so you would roll the die in the morning, and let's say it comes up, acts of service. So then throughout the day, your goal is to look for acts of service that you can do for others to show that as a, to see if they receive that and light up as their love language.
0: You know, what I really like about that is it has nothing to do with anyone else, it's all internal right you're saying you're purposefully saying i'm going to show love today and i'm going to do it like this that is such uh yeah a um intentional way i think is the best word i'm looking for an intentional way to make sure you're a loving person and i you mentioned it it's all it was all about changing your character i'm a huge Mm -hmm. fan a huge proponent of the five love languages Anybody who goes through the council, we talk through it, and especially people like this guy over here didn't know what the book was for a long time. Um, yet, you know, we, we're intentional about it. But this is just this is how do you be intentional to just be a loving person? Love that.
1: Yeah, that's what I picked up as Paul, when you said before is. I don't have time to be annoyed by people anymore. Just by the way, I'm fully annoyed by people mostly. Yeah, <laughs> most of the time. So you don't have time to be annoyed. <laughs> A lot of be- people are yeah, because yeah. you're just busy loving instead. Okay, I'm not mm-hmm. going to be annoyed by this guy. I'm just going to love him.
2: And I, I look at it, RJ, like staying in your lane. Once you realize what those boundaries was uh, as from that abusive childhood, I didn't I didn't know what the boundaries were because I was trained differently. That that I could look on other people's stuff and talk about other people's stuff, and it was my choice about other people's stuff. Wrong, absolutely wrong. You cannot make choices for other people. They make, they have their own agency to make their own choices. And once I realized that, and I realized stand in my lane. What is my lane? My lane now is to send out love. And it's really RJ, you hit it right on the nose. Or I think Dustin, you said that it's not about it's not about me anymore, really. It's about them. And it's about when, and, and, you know, you hear a lot of uh, today about self-love. I think there's a lot of hooey out there about self-love, because I think that when you send love out and you make somebody's day, it's a payday for you. You're helping someone, you're lifting them up and 100%. making their day. percent. You're, you're going to feel good about that. You're really going to feel warm and fuzzy inside. And that's, and that's kind of the love that you want to feel anyway, this self-love that you feel that you're a good person and you helped another person have a better day.
0: Amazing. I love it. So Paul, obviously our, our goal here is to help business dads, you know, in, in all areas or the important areas of life and just to be better tomorrow than they are today. So what is one piece of advice you would give the business dads out there that are managing, you know, their faith, their health, marriage, fatherhood, brotherhood, and their business, what is that one piece of tangible advice that you would give someone that you learned through your journey?
2: Great question, Dustin. I, I would say that the consistency to love, because you you by doing it in this way, you're you're developing that consistency that wherever you're at, whether it's at home or at work or at play, you are consistently choosing to love, and that consistency is going to um, it's it's going to help you with your fatherhood it's really your children will see that consistency. They will always feel loved regardless whether you're at work or, I mean, you'll be able to to see what they need. By sending it out and realizing, watching for them to light up, you're finding, finding out what their primary love language is. That's one thing about this that I think is really important, Dustin, is that this by doing this, or even over a 30-day period, I've been doing it for since 2017, since I had the, the cube itself uh, copyrighted. I've been doing this all that time, every single day. But by doing that, I now know the five love language backwards and forwards. You can do that within a 30-day period. And the best part about that, it gives you eyes to see that maybe somebody's loving on you and you didn't see it before. Most people, like Dr. Chapman says, can only see their primary love language and they determine that's love, but they don't see all these other love languages that are sent their way. Now you have that peripheral vision. You say, oh, they're loving on me. It's not my primary love language, but I can respond appropriately to that. Really improves that communication. And I think communication in business for dads or for anybody is really super important. So you improve your communication skills and you improve your consistency. Those are two things that I think are really important. I process. love
0: that. And it was funny. We just had this last week, two weekends, I don't even know, two weekends ago, we had our dad up retreat. And one of the conversations around the campfire one night was that we need to be purposeful when our spouses are showing us love in their love language. We have to be able to recognize that. So true. And it's just what you said there. So I love that. And this opens your eyes to really all the languages. So this yeah, is
1: awesome. I would have thought that one of the council members had read your book based on you saying that, yeah. because that was a great point that we read the five love languages. You get to know your spouse's love language. You know your own, but people you don't know, that's what was brought up. You have to realize they may be loving on you in a way that's not your love language, and you don't even realize that it's theirs. Yeah. That's so good. I love this. So Paul,
0: how can, you know, the dads out there find your book, get the dice or dice, um, die, die. (laughs) How do they find you?
2: You know what? People don't like the word die, so I've changed it to cube. Cube, like, I like that word much too. better. <laughs>
1: yeah, when I was reading on your page and some of your background, every time I see the word die, I thought, "Oh, what happened? Oh, die! Single dice, okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, cube. <laughs> we're much going better. with we're going uh, with cube. Uh,
2: it's a it's a marketing thing that we had to. We, we just made the change actually within the last two weeks. Nice. I, I had had an analyst tell me you got to get rid of die, and so we're calling it a cube. But they can get to answer your question, they can uh, get it at rolloflove.com. And it's interesting that you'll you'll notice the play on words. R O L L is what you do with the die or the cube. You roll the cube outside of you, but R O L E changes you within. Mm. This has changed you, changed your life. It'll change your eyesight, change your communication skills. It's this whole thing is to improve the skills to the level that you know all five love languages backwards and forwards so that you can recognize it when it comes your way and send it out appropriately love it rolloflove.com rolloflove.com
0: uh coach rj over here will make sure that's in the show notes and uh because yeah i love it i think i'm gonna look for it as well um i mean this was great it was it was simple it was right to the point yet this is so impactful dads we need to be showing a love to a lot of different people in our lives that's really part of the balance right we're constantly need to be pushing out that love so this is super crucial make sure you go back get the notes learn from what paul has taken his journey to and you know you mentioned your previous wife is is there a new wife in the mix now you're not no longer single. I think I saw the picture.
2: I've, I've been married six years. Thank Excellent. You. Yes. Well,
0: awesome. Congratulations. I love that. So obviously it's working. Um, <laughs> so I love it. And then as we know, we have a lot of, lot of children and a lot of grandchildren to uh, make sure you're showing that love too. So this was great. Dads, make sure that you are Joining us at the conversation, because I think this is going to really carry this conversation on because we talk about this so much, You know, we do have the free Facebook group that um, you can look up the Balance Business Dad in in groups in Facebook, or you can just go to dadupgroup.com. That'll take you right in there. We'll send you the invitations that you can join us because we'd really love to carry this conversation on uh, with you. So that's what we
1: have. RJ, you got anything else? I have nothing else. Paul, do you have anything else? I actually have a question for oh, Paul. All right. What's your wife's love language?
2: She likes to receive gifts, Ooh. and she really likes to spend time. She, the way she likes to spend time, which is hilarious for me, she's really one of the most impatient people I've ever met. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and she likes time. What What is up with that? How can you like time, have time as a love language, and be impatient? But she, she likes to receive gifts, and she likes to give gifts too.
0: Nice. Awesome. Love it. Love it. <laughs> well, this was great. Thank you guys so much. Make sure you join the conversation at com, and uh, we'll see you next week.